0: You're listening to Hashtag No filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you in trouble. though. Oh, you? yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And right. that's your chronic state. That's <laughs> 24-7. My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives, I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered combos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Happy Wednesday. Hopefully you are getting ready for Thanksgiving tomorrow. Maybe you're doing Friendsgiving today. Maybe you're traveling home. Maybe you're not even in the U.S. and you're just like, Zach, I don't care about Thanksgiving. Sorry, my love. Well. Hopefully, whatever you are doing today—whether it's preparing or wrapping up stuff at work or getting ready for Black Friday—hopefully, it's a good a good start to your your midweek, your hump day, your your midweek slump. But don't worry, we have a long weekend this weekend, unless you're working retail, and then I feel real bad for you. But like Black Friday is not crazy anymore, right? We don't like do like the things where we stampede people at Walmart. Let's hope that's not a thing anymore. I don't think it's a thing anymore. I feel like now we all just do like Amazon, right? Well, if you guys do want to do some fun Black Friday shopping, I am having a 25% off sale all Zach Pack No Filter merch. We have the Zach Pack University sweaters. We have tea spilling professional t-shirts. We have Liddy City tank tops. We have No Filter hats. We have I'm Disengaging dad caps. Very cute, very chic. We also have our new items. We have the new Lisa Rinna, the, uh, the biggest bully in Hollywood, and everyone knows it. It's a Lisa Rinna shirt. It's cute. It's looking fly. It is, it's got Lisa Rinna's face on it, and it's just like really fun. And then behind her, it's like the the biggest bully in Hollywood, and everyone knows it. So that's our new limited edition t-shirt, Lisa Rinna, biggest bully in Hollywood. And then we also have the new Erica Jane inspired ice queen pullover sweatshirt in white. Very cute. It has a melt. It has a diamond with a crown on it, the queen, and it's melting. So it's the ice queen diamond. It's actually the same design that you'll see on the uh, or what wine cans. So that is there. Get ready. It's available now. It says the ice queen can take it. And it's very true. The ice queen can take it. So we have the ice queen can take it. And we have the biggest bully in Hollywood, both available now. 25% off with code no filter at justplainzac.com slash shop. So go to justplainzac.com slash shop. Justplainzac.com slash shop. Stock up on merch. It is on sale this weekend only for Black Friday. 25% off with code no filter. One word, N-O-F-I-L-T-E-R, no filter. Use it this weekend only. Stock up. On that, on that merch, you can get the no filter hat or the disengaging hat with the biggest bully in Hollywood. Or actually, no, the disengaging cap with the, uh, or no, I think the no filter cap with the Ice Queen can take it pullover. And listen, it's going to go perfectly with our new no filter holiday wines. Holy fuck. I can't even wait to share and reveal them, which I will be revealing very soon. They're going to go on sale sooner than you think. Our new holiday wines. We have two new wines that are going to be launching just, for the, just in time for Christmas and Hanukkah. Well, I mean, they're a little more Christmas-inspired. Sorry, guys. But they are holiday-inspired. They're holiday-themed. Great gifts for your Bravo-loving, your reality TV-loving pals, or even just for you, or to have it like a, a Housewives-inspired holiday party. F-U-N. Yes, get ready. I will reveal them very soon. And I actually think you're going to love them because there are a lot of little Easter eggs in them. So stay tuned for that. Uh, stock up on your merch. Code no filter, 25% off at JessPlanZach.com slash shop. Okay. Shall we dive into it? The Chrisly of it all. Chrisly does not know best, guys. And that is what we learned with this week's sentencing of Todd Chrisly and Julie Chrisley. They are not living their best life. This will be the last holiday for them for a while. This will be their last Thanksgiving for a minute, last Christmas, last New Year's, because clink, clink, they have to turn themselves in very soon because a judge on Monday, Todd Chrisley, was sentenced by a judge to 12 years in prison, followed by 16 months probation for bank fraud and tax evasion in a $30 million fraud scheme. His wife, Julie Christley. she was sentenced to seven years, followed by 16 months probation, just like Todd. So that's what, like a little over a year, like a, uh, a year and four months, right? 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, a year and four months of probation. So almost a year and a half. And then they have their accountant, Peter Tarantino. He was sentenced to three years in prison, followed by 16 months probation. So they all got probation and they all got some prison time, federal prison time. Okay. The accountant has to, he, Uh, will be turning himself in on May 1st, or at least he has until May 1st to turn himself in. This will be following a pre-scheduled hip surgery that he has planned, so that bought him a little extra time. The Chrisleys, however, have until January 15th to turn themselves over to serve their time over in Florida. So... Yikesies. Yikesies. This is not looking good for them. They don't have a lot of time, which makes me think maybe Jen Shaw might not have a lot of time after she gets sentenced next month. She'll at least get to live out the holidays, right? Their daughter, Savannah Chrisley, went on her podcast prior to the actual official sentencing. She was on her podcast this week, and she says that she plans to take over custody for her 16-year-old brother, Grayson, who was recently hospitalized after getting into a car accident a little over a week ago. And she also plans to take custody of her niece, Chloe. I know that was a lot of uh, people were like wondering what was going to happen with Chloe. Chloe is Todd and Julie's granddaughter. I believe she's about 10 years old now. And his oldest son, had Chloe, wasn't able to properly care for her. So Todd and Julie adopted her, and she's now in their custody. So they have Grayson and Chloe that they needed to be cared for, and it looks like Savannah's going to end up being the one taking custody of those. It has also been reported that Chrisley Knows Best, Growing Up Chrisley and Love Limo, which is a new speed dating show that Todd was supposed to host. All three of those shows have now been canceled following their sentencing. So apparently, there are a few episodes that were filmed prior to the May 2022 trial that will be airing sometime in the new year. I don't know if I care about those final episodes, right? Because like they were maintaining their innocence, so it's gonna be like what we're getting on Salt Lake City with Jen Shaw right now, where she's like, "I'm innocent, I'm innocent, I'm innocent," and that's not to say they are innocent or aren't innocent. Because well, at this point, they've been you know convicted; they're going they're, they're going to prison. So at this point, they're convicted balance. I mean, they can still maintain their innocence, I guess. But I mean, it's not looking good for them. It really isn't. Uh, So why don't we do a full deep dive? Let's break down all of this. Let's break down the Chrisleys, the charges, the trials, the whole shebang, right? So who are the Chrisleys? Why are they notable? So the Chrisley family first became famous with their reality show, Chrisley Knows Best, which started airing back in March 2014. That's when it first debuted on USA. Todd Chrisley is a very straight real estate tycoon, and he's married to his hot, sexy wife, Julie, who he loves very, very much, and he's going to miss her dearly in prison. And that soap, when it slips and he's left without his doting wife, he'll be thinking of her. He'll be picturing her in those prison showers. It's okay, Todd. We feel for you. The show followed their family in Georgia, and eventually, I believe they moved to Nashville recently. So, over the the course of nine seasons since what 2014, they've been starring in Chrisley Knows Best, which was on USA Today. And I believe it either has or it was supposed to be moving to the E Network, which is where he was supposed to be doing Love Limo. And then he's like, "We're uh, uh, pulling the plug on that one," even though they greenlit it in May, which is when they were going to trial. And now that they've been sentenced, they're they not have have retracted greenlighting that and they've canceled it. I don't know. But anyway, Todd is a self-proclaimed germaphobe, which might explain why he's not so into coochie. Except for Julie's coochie. He loves Julie's coochie. And Julie is his smoking hot wife. And he loves her so much. He just loves him some Julie. Because he is a very straight man that loves his wife. Together, they have three children. They have Chase, Savannah, and Grayson, all of whom have been on uh, Chrisley Knows Best and Growing Up Chrisley. They were prominently featured on the show, along with Nanny Faye. He also has two kids from his previous marriage, Lindsay and Kyle. They took, as I mentioned, custody of their granddaughter, Chloe, because Chloe's dad, Kyle, was having some trouble. And so Todd stepped in to make sure that they could care they could properly care for Chloe then their daughter Lindsay she's the one that's had the most amount of beef with Todd I don't yeah I guess her beef was like with him and, and, and her brother Chase but her dad Todd publicly accused her of cheating on her husband with multiple men and he was like oh she slept with multiple men oh my god and he was like clutching his pearls and then She also claimed that Todd and her brother Chase threatened to release a sex tape of hers if she didn't publicly support her family through their ongoing legal issues. They've since made some hamburgers and squashed their beef. So she is back in good graces with them and even recently testified in the recent... trial that happened back in May. So they're in good graces. And she even posted something on her Instagram story recently, which is like, "Uh, your friends are the real ones that show up for you when your parents go to prison because they wanted to release a sex tape about you. But then instead, they ended up cheating the government and the banks. So why are the Chrisleys in trouble? Why is there so much prison time? Because that's a lot of prison time. Why did they get all this prison time? So even though Todd Chrisley was this, you know, big, successful real estate tycoon on Chrisley Knows Best. Apparently, he was falsifying documents and exaggerating his income to take out large bank loans to fund his lavish lifestyle in this 15-year scheme, according to the prosecutors. So on top of that, they cheated and lied to the IRS. So in total, they took out $30 million in loans with false documents. Then they defrauded over 20 million by filing for bankruptcy back in 2012 which predates Chrisly knows best which began two years later so this was all pre-christly knows best they filed for bankruptcy bankruptcy before that they took out all these bank loans before that they were tuning on their taxes before that They were now indicted on five counts of bank fraud, conspiracy to commit bank fraud, conspiracy to defraud the United States, and tax fraud. And then Julie, she was accused of faking her credit report and making false bank statements. She was additionally charged with wire fraud and obstruction of justice. So they were literally faking bank documents and falsifying credit reports and then going to banks and being like, here's my credit report. Look at me. I'm, you know, a plus 900 because I'm amazing. And. Perfect credit, ha, holla. And the banks were like, damn, yeah, we'll give you $30 million. These people are rich, honey, rich. But apparently they weren't rich. They were lying. So, listen, regardless of who was falsifying these documents, they weren't real documents. And these were documents that were being used to take out this money, okay? So whether they want to say they were innocent or somebody else did this for them, they still knew that that whatever information was being provided was false information and that that false information is what ultimately got them to take out these bank loans. And listen, I guess I get it. Like if you're struggling, you're having a hard time and you need the money and you like, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures, but that doesn't make it right and that doesn't make it okay. Or maybe it really was just blind greed, right? They just wanted the money. They just wanted to live this lavish lifestyle. Maybe they got a taste of it and they had to kind of keep up with it. Whatever they also did have some issues with George, the um, uh, internal state revenue. They had some issues there, but I believe they got that cleared up and they got that those tax issues resolved. Um, but this is bigger. This is now federal. This is the feds coming after them. So it was different from what they were cleared of previously. So now, culture society. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. They're saying that this was not them and this was all because of an employee that worked for them that was stealing money from them. And that employee is Mark Braddock. And I'm just like, "Mm, Mark Braddock, I agree with you, Todd. Snap, snap. He already sounds shady. Mm -mm. I don't trust him. I don't like him. Nope. Not today, Braddock. They claim that he's the one that was behind all of these heinous crimes and that he was impersonating Tom and that he was forging Todd's signature, impersonating Todd, sorry. And that he was forging Todd's signature on these false documents, which led them to fire him in 2012 because they're like, you're a liar. You are a prostitution whore and we don't want anything to do with you. You're a cheater. You're a liar. And we don't trust you because you're taking money from us that we're about to file for bankruptcy over. So their attorney says that Braddock is just obsessed with Todd. And, like, why wouldn't he be? Who wouldn't be obsessed with Todd? Why are you so obsessed with me? And apparently the the attorney even played that song. Or, well, Todd was humming that song in the back. He's like, why are you so obsessed with me? Boy, I want to know. Why you lying that you're sexing me? Oh, oh. Finally found a girl that you couldn't impress. You're delusional. You're delusional. Boy, you're losing your mind. Snap, snap. Apparently, according to their defense, according to, to the Chrisley's attorneys, they claimed that this was a single white straight man crime for protection and revenge on his fellow straight lover, Todd Chrisley. And Braddock came in and he was like, No way, Jose. Todd and I were lovers back in the day, okay? Surprise, Julie. Fooled you. Pulled that sheet over your head. I bet you are shooketh right now, Julie. I bet you didn't even see it coming because none of us saw this love affair coming. None of us, okay? And Todd was like, um, excuse me, no dick could compare to my sexy wife, Julie. And so Braddock went on to claim that they knew that they were spending beyond their means. They had three housekeepers, not just one, but one, two, three housekeepers. They loved expensive cars. And Todd would even go to Los Angeles twice a month to get his little hair did up at the Beverly Hills Hotel because they don't do it like that in Atlanta. Okay. He claims that they blew through five hundred to six hundred thousand dollars a month, not to mention his annual Todd's annual three hundred thousand clothing three hundred thousand dollar clothing budget. So Braddock, that's not low budget. That's some real budget. So Brad, that's some housewives budget. Braddock was a key witness for the prosecution because he was like, boom, here's all the tea. They stood trial in May twenty twenty two and then in June. Todd, Julie, and Peter Tarantino, the accountant, they were found guilty. They tried to appeal it. They ended up getting an extension on the sentencing because they were like, we have more information that proves that we're innocent, that proves that Braddock is the one that did all of this. Braddock is the one that signed the documents. And I have pretend amnesia, Alzheimer's, dementia, all of it. Braddock's like, nope, you going down, homie. I was in on it, but you going down now. You should have flipped on me sooner, and the feds would have been real happy, but they don't want you now. They don't want me now. They want you. So they were able to get their extension. They got their sentencing pushed to November 21st. Well, here we are. It is past November 21st. Todd was facing up to 22 years in prison. Julie was facing up to 12 and a half years in prison. They ultimately got less than that with 12 years and seven years. I think Todd getting 12 years when he could have ended up with 22 years isn't that bad. Though, I mean, 12 years is still pretty bad. But, like, I mean, hey, it's almost half of what you could have got. So I think, you know, they shaved a whole decade off for you, homie. You'll be fine. I, you won't be fine. Like, it's, it's hard. I guess all of their character letters from people claiming that, like, Todd was kind and he was a giving man, he was giving at the roundup, apparently – him helping save people from cancer helped a bit in the long run, because it definitely helped get his sentence reduced. But I mean, it really is wild. They have to report just a couple two weeks after New Year's, January fifteenth. They will turn themselves in out in Florida. Originally, they did want um, staggered sentences, where one of them would serve their sentence, and then the other would serve their sentence, likely the shorter sentence would come first, similar to with Teresa and Joe. Right. Or who served first? Teresa served first. Right. And then Joe ended up serving afterwards and then he got deported. Right. So I would assume Julie would have served her seven year sentence before Todd went in for his 12 year sentence because 12 years is a long time. But the judge was like, nope, no way, Jose. You are not going to get staggered sentences. You are going to get concurrent sentences and you're going to serve together. You're going to serve in a prison cell all together now. We're all in this together. And we know that we are. We're all stars. And we'll make our dreams come true. So they did not get their motion. Because at first they were like, well, we still have Grayson. And we still have Chloe. And like somebody needs to stay home and take care of Chloe. And Savannah's like, well, I guess now I'm taking care of Chloe. Because y'all go into the big house. clean, clink. I don't know. What do you guys think? I get it. They cheated banks. They skimmed on their taxes. They tried to file for bankruptcy to avoid paying it. Like, I get it. Then they got famous and the house of cards all came tumbling down. But like, is the sentence a little too harsh? Because I feel like it does feel like a bit much but also like they were like 30 million dollars is a lot lot of money that's not some chum change that's not like 20 grand like 20 grand cheating someone out of 20 grand is a lot even two mil right like let's say it was like two because I believe Joe and Teresa they had like the low mills, right they were still in the millions but like you know whatever I just feel like 30 million is kind of a lot of money and then to try and file for bankruptcy to avoid paying all of that 30 million or to at least avoid paying 20 million of it but also the thing too is and I feel like Tori Spelling made this point that the reason she has so much debt is because you know you don't get that much debt if you don't first have that much money so you have to prove that you have money in order to take out x number of you know whatever dollars or whatever the case may be so I feel like they had to have some money. They couldn't have, like, really exaggerated their income that much and lied about it that much to take out that, like, much money. It's just, it's wild to me that they really thought that they were going to get away with this or thought that, like, they were just going to pin this all on Braddock. Even the accountant's attorney, Peter Tarantino, his attorney, he was like, listen— Tarantino may have falsified some, you know, may have knowingly filed some false tax returns, but in no way did he know what was up. In no way did he know what the situation was. Um, Or in no way was he the mastermind behind this. And in no way did he benefit from it financially. He was just doing what his clients told him to do, but they still paid him his regular salary. He wasn't making anything extra. Again, what do you guys think? Do you think the sentence was too harsh? Do you think the sentence was entitled? Do you think that it wasn't harsh enough? Drop a comment below, smash the like button. If you are watching this on the YouTube, then let me know what you think. Smash the like button if you are enjoying the video, but leave a comment below and let me know how you're feeling about this sentencing. Apparently all of their behavior was put on display, on display for the judge to relay. Which makes me look at Jen Shah. Because apparently they went through all of their behavior. They went through clips from the show. Like all of that was pulled in. So since Jen Shah changed her plea back in July, look at what's happened. She crashed BravoCon. She partied it up in New York when she didn't need to be there, and she wasn't really working, working. She says, I was out to dinner, and I was living life. She allegedly told Tamara Judge that she is not going to prison. She's popped off on her fellow housewives on Twitter. She's trashed them in a recent interview, and in that same interview, she defended her right to party it up in New York City, she was caught in a screaming match out in public. Like, none of this behavior looks good on her. It makes her look boastful. And it, if anything, it doesn't show that she has any remorse. It shows that she's a narcissist and doesn't feel bad about her crimes and doesn't feel bad that she took care, took advantage of people. Like, how is a judge supposed to look at all of that and think, oh, yeah, she's an upstanding citizen. She's a pillar in the community, that Jen Shah. Listen, Jen Shah has actual victims like people that were preyed on that she still has not acknowledged or shown remorse for or shown empathy for. The Chrisleys committed bank fraud. They committed tax fraud. That's not to diminish their crimes at all, but they weren't actively preying on vulnerable people. They were cheating the system. They were cheating the big banks. Doesn't mean that they're any better or worse than Jen and Shaw. They still committed a crime, and they're still now going to have to do the time. But I'm just saying this is not looking good for Jennifer Shaw. This is not so shaw amazing. So her sentencing is December 15th. And my thing is if the Chrisleys got their sentence on November 21st and less than two months from now, they have to actually report to prison. They have to show up and, and collect their orange jumpsuits. then my thought is Jen Shaw is probably not going to have a lot of time. She's not going to get the Tarantino treatment where he gets to wait until May 1st because he has to fix his hip, right? He has to make sure he has that new prison, that new hip ready for prison because want to make sure that that hip can take a beating. Jen Shaw, I don't think, has any broken hips, even though I wouldn't put it past her. I'm pretty sure she would, you know fake something in order to get some delayed amount of time. But it's looking like Jen Shaw might be locked up before Valentine's Valentine's Day. Locked up, they wouldn't let me out. Locked up, they wouldn't let me out. Jen Shaw is also facing a lot more time than the Christlies. Her, well, she was facing, what, 50 years in prison. She took a plea deal. So that helped reduce her to, what, the maximum that she's looking at is 14 years she's still looking at at least a solid 10 years. If Todd Crisley is going to prison for 12 years and he just cheated banks and cheated his taxes, Jen Shah cheated the people. I think she's going to be serving some real time. If the Chrisleys aren't getting any mercy and Jen Shah's out there parade, like at least the Chrisleys aren't doing interviews. At least the Chrisleys aren't out there partying. They're not doing events. They're not doing anything that could harm their, you know, reputation with the judge. They they actually stood quiet. They're like, we're gonna put our head down. We're gonna like, we will maintain our innocence, but we're still gonna at least have you know some humility in all of this, and not crash parties and go to conferences that we're not invited to. Again, curious what? How much time do you think Jen Shaw is gonna face? She's looking at up to fourteen years. I'm predicting maybe like 11 ish years. That's what I would put my money on is like an 11 year mark and maybe realistically serving like eight years. But she's definitely going to serve some time. The Crisleys, I don't think Todd's going to, I don't think Todd's going to serve all of his 12 years. And I don't even know if Julie's going to serve all of her seven years. These are white collar crimes. So I just feel like, you know, usually you can get off on good behavior. And at least the Chrisleys got a lot of people to vouch for them in court, right? They got people to send in character letters. They had their daughter, Lindsay, come in and speak highly of them as well, even though she had beef with them. And she spoke very highly of them when she testified. So I kind of, or when she gave her statement, I kind of feel like in this instance, the Chrisleys had a lot of the cards on their side, even though they did go to trial and they were maintaining their innocence and did lose at the end of the day, they've still had a lot of support on their side and were able to kind of maintain their character a little bit. And yes, they were a little extravagant with their lavish lifestyle that they would project on the show, but I feel like Jen Shaw, it's not just her lifestyle that she's putting out there, but her, her behavior is also really bad. Like, she's just not... I just, I don't know. I don't, I get people think that she's likable. And yes, she does have human moments. And yes, I do feel bad for her kids and for her husband and the fact that her family's having to go through this. Like, that is terrible. But at the same time, like, you know, I think she was pretty savvy with what she was doing. And now it's time she faces the music. So. Let me know what your thoughts are. Weigh in in the comments below. Let me know if there's any. I guess the Crisley case is closed at this point now. They're just going to be locked up. So we will definitely cover when they actually report. I predict they're going to report sooner than the 15th. Because if they're set to actually turn themselves in on the 15th, a lot of celebs will turn themselves in a day or two earlier or even earlier than that. Like, I think Teresa turned herself in early because they wanted to avoid the media circus and the paparazzi that were prepared to be there when Teresa was. Actually, supposed to turn herself in. I may be misquoting that. I may be misremembering that. But I'm pretty sure Teresa turned herself in a little earlier than she was supposed to because she did. She was trying to avoid the media circus. So I would predict that the Chrisleys would also turn themselves in earlier than the January 15th date. I'm pretty sure they're going to try to get all their ducks in a row. They're going to enjoy the holidays. Like, what do you even buy for the holidays? Like, what do you be like? Oh, hey mom, I brought. I bought you. A new sweater that you're not going to be able to wear in prison. Like what? Put some money on her books. Like that's your your Christmas gift. Like how do you even celebrate? Like Or maybe it's not about gifts. Maybe it's just about being together. I would hope it's about being together and not about the gifts. I don't know. You let me know what you all think. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Love and appreciate you guys. I hope you have a lovely Thanksgiving. We will not be doing our regular Thursday night live. Instead, we will be doing a Friday morning live. As of right now, we're looking at 9 a.m. Pacific. If that's too early, then maybe we'll do 10 a.m. Pacific. So, which 9, 10, 11, 12, that's noon on Friday in the East Coast or 1 on Friday in the East Coast. Let me know, 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. on Friday. When do you want the live? And I'll make sure we get that scheduled so we can do our regular Thursday night live, but on Friday morning instead. All right, guys, I do really love and appreciate all the support. Be sure to check out the new merch and our regular merch. It's 25% off this weekend only with code NOFILTER. So use code NOFILTER at justplainzac.com shop, Justplainzac.com shop stock up. Get ready for the new wines because they're coming. They will be available at nofilterwine.com. And yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Stock up on those deals. Enjoy the family time. Live life. And I'm sending you nothing but love and gratitude this Thanksgiving because I'm grateful for you. I'm thankful. And I love you. And I appreciate you. Okay, bye.